0: Tuesday night. So I just want you to indulge me just for a couple of minutes so that we can make sure that we're all on the same page as it concerns this, this gospel of the kingdom that Jesus said before his return, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached throughout all the earth. And we must have a revelation of God's kingdom. And uh, I mentioned on Tuesday that uh, this, this revelation of God's kingdom will help us to get in order so that we can experience the fullness of God's plan and purpose and the fullness of his benefits for our life. Not only is there a benefit for being saved and uh, going to heaven, but what I often explain is that when you become saved and born again, uh, you don't have to wait until you go to heaven to enjoy life. That heaven has come on the inside of you. So you are filled with heaven. We say, how can I be filled with heaven? Well, you know, I'm just little old me. Well, no, no, no. In your spirit, your spirit contains all that heaven has. Because when you are recreated in Christ Jesus, amen, born anew unto God, now your spirit becomes a carrier for the glory of the Lord. So you don't have to wait until you get to heaven to enjoy what God has destined for you. Amen. You can enjoy it right now. Amen. And Jesus taught his disciples. We went over this. Uh, Jesus taught his disciples to pray. And when you read in Luke, I believe it's chapter 11, his disciples came to him and asked him, said, can you teach us uh, to pray as John the Baptist taught his disciples? Amen. And many times when we look at this in Matthew 6 and and Luke 11, we've been taught that this is what's called the Lord's Prayer. How many of you have been taught that this is the Lord's Prayer? But we learned Tuesday night that this is not the Lord's Prayer. This is not the Lord's Prayer that we just read. Simply because of the fact that, that he, he said, when you pray, you say this, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts or forgive, forgive us our sins. How many of you know that Jesus Christ never sinned? He never had to pray for forgiveness. He never had to ask the Father to forgive him. So this is not his prayer. This is our prayer. This is the disciples' prayer. Are you with me? Say amen. Amen. Don't don't let religion mislead you. Amen. What is Jesus' prayer? Jesus' prayer, when you read John chapter 17, it talks about how Jesus prayed, Father, I pray that your your disciples, your people will become one even as you and I are one. That's the prayer of Jesus. Amen. But that's another lesson. But notice in this prayer to his disciples, he says to pray that God's kingdom would come. And that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it lets us know that there is an order here. That the will of God cannot be done until God's kingdom come. The kingdom has to come before God's will is done. I want you to say that. Say the kingdom has to come, the has to come. Before, God's before God's will is done. Now again, this is a statement that is prior, prior to the death. ...and resurrection and ascension of Christ. He was praying that the kingdom would come. Now we understand now, since Jesus has died and he's risen again... ...he's risen on the third day, he has ascended, he's seated on the right hand of the Father... uh, ...we no longer have to pray that God's kingdom come because his kingdom has already come. Now the question is, where has his kingdom come? And before we answer that question, you need to understand that this is a kingdom, Jesus said... That is not of this world. When Jesus stood before the governors and before Herod and and, and before Pilate, Pilate said, I understand that there is an accusation against you that you are the the king. If you are the king, then where is your kingdom? And Jesus began to tell Pilate, he says, uh, says, my kingdom is not of this world. In other words, there there is a new kingdom that has been established before the foundations of the, the world. And it's not of this world. How many of you know that we are in this world, but we are not of this world? That's what Jesus was saying. We are part of a new kingdom. We are part of a new world, a new realm, a new dimension. So when we talk about the kingdom of God, we're not talking about uh, what the Pharisees thought at this time. They thought that Jesus was going to establish a political kingdom. And Jesus said, no, I'm not here to establish a political kingdom. Again, my kingdom is not of this world. Amen. So uh, look at Isaiah chapter 9. I want you to understand another element of the kingdom. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Just want to get you grounded a little bit. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. When you have it, say amen. Amen. Now this is not a Christmas uh, scripture. (laughs) Fun to us. A child is born and unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful. Everyone say wonderful. Wonderful. His name shall be called wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Now look at verse seven. It gives you, it gives you insight into the kingdom of God. Of the increase of his government, speaking of the government of the kingdom and peace, there shall be no end. There shall be no end. So there is no lack in the kingdom, there is no shortage in the kingdom. Come on, there is only increase and eternity in the kingdom of God. There is no end, there is no limits in the kingdom. My, my God. So he says, that's the government that he's speaking of, the government of the kingdom. There should be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Okay. So you need to understand there is no shortage in the kingdom of God. In order for us to really, really plug into the kingdom, we must understand there is no shortage in the kingdom. Whatever you need, God has made it available in the kingdom. It's in the kingdom of God. So you need to understand kingdom living. Kingdom living. Say kingdom living. Kingdom living living is not living according to the world or according to the government or according to uh, what you think you need in order to survive. Amen. There's another life and lifestyle that we are called to live, and it is in alignment with the kingdom of God. How many of you want everything that God has in store for you? Get in the kingdom and then let the kingdom get in you. Amen. Now, look at Luke 17. It's going to back up what I just said. Look at Luke chapter 17. Because I asked the question, if the kingdom has come, then where has the kingdom come? Again, this is just review for those of you that were here Tuesday. But again, faith comes by hearing and hearing. So you can never exhaust the word of God. Amen. Luke chapter 17, verse 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, or it doesn't come with physical observation. Neither shall they say, look over here or look over there. For behold, read the rest of this with me. Ready, read. The kingdom of God is within you. Glory to God. I want you to say that. Say, the kingdom of God is within me. The kingdom of God is within me. So when Jesus prayed, Father, let your kingdom come, he was not talking about the kingdom coming into a physical world. He was talking about the kingdom coming into the hearts of men. And through Jesus' death, burial, resurrection, and through your confession of faith, you have been a beneficiary of the kingdom of God. So you are a carrier of God's kingdom. And again, in that kingdom, there is no end. So if you need love, God has made it available within the kingdom. If you need forgiveness, God has made it available within the kingdom. If you need an anointing to do what God's called you to do, he's made it available within the kingdom. If you need your needs met, if you need provision, if you need healing, if you need deliverance, God has made it available within the kingdom. And he has taken that and placed it in your heart, not that so that you can just live in the kingdom, but so that the kingdom of God can live in you. Oh, that's good teaching right there. Praise God. So I must understand, again, what Jesus said. The will of God cannot be done until the kingdom has come. If I'm going to do the will of God, I cannot do the will of God without understanding the kingdom has to come in me. You know what's happening with a lot of people today? The kingdom is not in them. Now they're full religion. And they're, they're full of church antics. And they're, they're full of tradition. And Jesus told the Pharisees and Sadducees, it's your tradition that has made the word of God of no effect. Amen. So we've got to be delivered from that and really get kingdom realities in our life. Because we cannot accomplish the will of God with traditional thinking with religious thinking. It's not about what you wear. It's not about uh, makeup, no makeup, uh, 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 you know, earrings, no earrings, or, you know, baptize Jesus' name, native Father, son holy. You know, it's about the kingdom. It's all about the kingdom of God. Put away your traditions. Put away your man-made doctrines. It's hindering the power of God from operating within the body of Christ. Because we have become so religionized instead of kingdomized. Oh Lord, I just made that up, but it sounds very good. Slap somebody and say it's all about the kingdom. kingdom. And you'll never do the will of God. I don't care how much you want to do the will of God. You can never do the will of God if you don't have a kingdom mindset. If your life, It's all about confusion and division. If you're coming to church, it's all about just to see what's going on or just to spectate you really don't have a kingdom mindset.
1: This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the Word of God change your life. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we invite you to join us for a life-changing experience at New Kingdom Ministries International, the place where new life begins. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Service times are every Sunday morning at 9 and every Tuesday evening at 7. For more information on upcoming events, to sow a financial seed, or if you would like to partner with Dr. John Barton, call us today at 1-888-727-8900 or visit our website at johnbartonministries.org. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you can leave your history, you can live your destiny now. This is the 70,000-watt voice of the community. KAYT, Gina, Alexandria.
2: This is the Miracle Revival Hour. I'm your host, Pastor David Paul from Fairfield, Connecticut in the USA. Glad you're with me on this Tuesday program. Stay tuned, I know you're gonna be blessed in a moment. I'll take you into one of our exciting services already in progress where we're continuing highlights of a message from Joshua the fourth chapter. Title of the sermon, Excess Baggage. When the children of Israel went into the land of promise They still had some things they needed to get rid of that represented their identity of their old life in the wilderness and in Egypt's bondage. When you become a child of God, God's not through working on you, and many of us need to learn to lay aside every sin and every weight that is keeping us from running the race that is set before us. I know the portion of the message you hear today is going to bless you at the close of the program. I'll tell you how you can obtain the complete sermon absolutely free. So be ready to write down all the gift offer details when I share them later. If you're a first time listener, we're here every weekday, Monday through Friday at the same time. You can also listen to our program and get more information about our ministry by visiting our website, www.pastordavidpaul.org. That's pastordavidpaul.org. Before we share today's highlight, all of you listening in the United States throughout New England, join me in our two great weekly services at our church in Hartford, Connecticut, where I pastor. I minister in Hartford every Sunday morning, 1030 a.m. That's our Sunday